Welcome back to the Travis Says Podcast. We're your host, Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers and the creators of Travis Says. Travis Says provides on-the-clock, off-the-clock resources for healthcare travelers. On-the-clock starting with our course, Traveler School, which helps you learn the logistics and the lifestyle of a healthcare traveler. Once you start making the money, you have learned how to get the freedom that this life provides, then you can join us for our adventure trips. Travis Says plans, hosts, and leads adventure trips all over the world with other healthcare travelers so you can build the community and have the time of your life. We also have this podcast that you're listening to now, which all talks about the lifestyle of a healthcare traveler. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's show. So here we are, West Virginia. We're sitting in our dungeon. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much our jail cell. I, I feel like Kim and I are institutionalized. We're going to get into that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's just crazy. The last time we podcast, we were at our home in Florida and we hadn't even really started the process of packing or moving or any of that. And it's like you snap your fingers and now we're in West Virginia and it's funny how that happens, especially like as our lifestyle of just a traveler, right? It's like we move around so much and it, and it always kind of seems a little overwhelming or, you know, things happen so fast, right? So you're like, where am I going? What am I doing? Blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, oh, I'm going here. And then like, okay, I got to get all this stuff ready. I got to pack. I got to get all my credentialing done. And then it's like, before you know it, you're you're there. And you're like, how did I get here? Well, it's crazy because we got home October 1st into Florida. And then we took a day to rest. And then I went and picked up Mimi. And then you and I were like sitting and talking. And we literally were talking about our plan for the next three months and, you know, things were coming up and things were more powerful, you know, with, within us that we knew this was like something bigger. And so it's just crazy to think that basically on October 4th, we were having a conversation and said, you know what, maybe we should take a contract and maybe we should, you know, try to cancel the lease and like, and go out there and and do it. And circa two and a half weeks, three weeks, we're sitting in West Virginia. We no longer have a house in Florida. All of our stuff is in storage. I start on Monday. And it's just like, the fact is that you can go from zero to 100 as a traveler in a matter of three weeks. Yeah. It's just insane. It is. And I, and I always say that too to travelers because I think when you're looking for a contract and something you know you do an interview and maybe you don't get the offer like something it doesn't seem to be clicking you know you're not nothing's coming through and I always say things happen so fast and they jobs pop up every single day and if it's not this one it's going to be something tomorrow it's going to be something the next day and again that also depends on your flexibility right if you're being super specific about where you want to go or the hours you want to work or you know the um, I already said hours, I guess, yeah. but if you're being like super specific, how many weeks you can work? Yeah. How many weeks you can work, which we'll get into. Cause that's kind of become our problem. Um, in this moment, but yeah, then yes, of course it's going to take longer because you're being super specific, but if you're flexible and you're open, 
things are popping up all the time. And so just staying with that, like knowing that something's going to pop up, you're going to lock it in, and then it's going to be balls to the wall uh, and things will happen very, very quickly, which is just part of this crazy life that we live. But also that's a really good point, right? If we're talking about that kind of flow. What's kind of weird is, is there's that gray area as a traveler because you do have to make a decision that feels good, right? And especially when you're going off of both of us. Like I had that interview with West Virginia, which I accidentally, did we even talk about that? Okay. Um, That I accidentally said yes to. And then that interview felt so good. The money was amazing. And like, this is a dream job for IR. Yeah. That like I had to take it, right? And the Emory thing didn't work out. Um, for so many reasons and then one being like you didn't have a contract and then right when I signed the Charleston contract a job at Emory and ultrasound pops up and it's just like kind of crazy that you can't wait around for perfect scenarios you do got to follow your gut and understand that things pop up now we're noticing you know contracts in West Virginia popping up so so I just wanted to piggyback on what you were saying like yeah, you have to listen to your gut. We always talk about that because we were kind of like, damn, this job in Atlanta popped up. Should we have just taken that? Blah, blah, blah. You can go back and forth, especially, you know, because things pop up all the time that if you do commit to something and then something better pops up and you're like, damn, that one's way better. That's where I wanted to go or the money's better. And you kind of second guess yourself, but you just have to trust that you've made the right decision. And we always we always go off of like our gut again it was emory there was a lot of reasons why that just didn't feel right and west virginia felt a hundred percent right it felt like a gentle landing a gentle kind of welcoming back into traveling again and so we went for it and so we just have to trust that decision that we're exactly where we're supposed to be and things are going to pop up or they're not but we just have to kind of be in that and trust that because your gut is always right and it's we've learned more and more and more being travelers always listening to that because we are constantly having to make a lot of decisions a lot of quick decisions and a lot of we have a lot of options available to us and and so just flexing that muscle of just being like, how does this really feel? And is this something that I want to make a move on? And if you really do trust yourself, make the move, don't look back, don't question it. And don't, you know, what if, what if, what if, just like keep moving forward. I think it's important. I would say for people that have never traveled before, I think the grocery store would be a great place to practice the decision making because now with our world that we live in, there's like so many different brands of the same thing. And so if you go to the store and you get paralyzed off of like staring at the different brands or figuring out which one is the right one for you, like being able to like look at all the different brands and make a decision as quick as possible, it's kind of like a good muscle to help train you if you haven't started traveling yet. Okay, that's an interesting take. I don't know why that (laughs) just came up, but it was like, what is something in the world that like, you know, they always say like, if you have a whole bunch of clothes, it's really hard to find what to wear. Versus like if you have like set outfits, like it's just easier. It's like less thinking. And so because there's like so many different options and so many different pathways and so many different like ways to go about it. I mean, I went on today and there was 283 open ultrasound jobs on Aya, right? Like that's a lot to choose from to figure out which one is the right one. On top of that, the interviews and all those kind of things and what feels right, what doesn't. 
And so I just feel like you got to be able to make those quick decisions. And a lot of times in the society we live in, there's so many different choices that people do get paralyzed from figuring out which one is the right one for them, Mm -hmm. even when it comes down to like outfits, food, like things like that. Yeah, 100%. Um, Yeah, so always try to listen to your gut and narrow down what do you really want, you know, and what feels good. So, yeah, so the whole thing, and we talked about this in the last episode, is that we both really wanted to take a contract. Like that was super important to us. We wanted to both work. That's where we can make a lot of money. And so that was the goal with this. And it can be tricky sometimes, both of us landing a contract at the same place, at the same dates, all of that, right? So a lot of time, and we talk more about this in the other podcast, but typically one of us will take the lead like Aaron did in this situation because his interview felt so good that he's like, I gotta take this and something will pop up for you. And so we made that move and here we are. And what's interesting is that there have been so many opportunities for me here in West Virginia, but what we're running into is because we're leaving for Bali in January, beginning of January, it's this weird timing where now it's like I only have, say, eight weeks. Ten weeks, but by the time you get everything done, it'd be like an eight-week contract. Eight weeks and then leave for like a month and then come back and finish it out, which obviously isn't ideal. You know, people, that's going to take a very specific place that's going to be like, sure, that could work when they're, when they have other travelers that can just work the full 13. So that's kind of what we're running into, which kind of, which sucks because that's really what we wanted. But, and because of the Bali thing, we have this clunky time that just, yeah, is just not working out for me. But it's also, it goes to show you the, um, the trends in travel healthcare as well, right? Because there is not as many IR techs out there with you know multi years of experience circulating in the world today as travelers versus ultrasound techs. Yeah. There is, you know, I just was talking to a, a bunch of our recruiters and they were all saying ultrasound is heavily flooded with like, there's a lot of sonographers traveling. And so um, it's one of those things that they know that they can land a sonographer for 13 weeks straight. So with me, there's not as many to choose from. So it's like, oh, well, he's willing to work with us. We'll take him for, I'm going to be a 10-week contract, which is great. And then there's the possibility of coming back, which they're willing to do. But they're also not struggling. This is a, we need you because we need an extra body. Not like we're down to like our last tech and we need somebody to fill that space. So it was the perfect scenario, which is another reason why I felt like I had to go with this contract. But it is harder for you because there are so many ultrasound sonographers. Yeah. I mean, ultrasound travelers, sorry. Yeah. So, right. So I'm hoping, so today, two more jobs just popped up in West Virginia. And they're 312s, which I have found a lot of the ultrasound jobs here are 312s, which is awesome because I haven't really, that's kind of more rare with ultrasound, at least in my experience. So that's cool because they're most of them are over an hour away so commuting and that would be not the best but if it's 312s then we could make it work basically so what my recruiter is doing these specific jobs are through aya so what she's doing is she's putting my availability on the 
like in like putting that forward, right? So these are direct contracts so that she has a relationship with the the um, account manager and stuff. So basically saying from the get, you know, she can work the eight weeks and then she can come back in February and she can work more for you guys. She can get you through the holidays, whatever. And so putting that up front to so that they know that it's not going to be a full 13 and then they can decide if they want to interview me or not. Yep. So I'm hoping that I get an interview. There was a one that I was really excited about, but unfortunately they said we're not willing to like work with her time. So I'm hoping something comes through. And uh, if if not, then it is what it is. But yeah, I think that I, we're I still okay. Have a feeling. And, I, and that's, I think we've come to the conclusion that if you don't get one, we're okay as well. So like, I mean, obviously we're okay. And I mean, it works, it works better from, you know, with one of us working and one of us being home because of all the other stuff we have going on with like Travis and planning our trips and, and our course and all of that. Like having someone home working on the things is very, very important for just staying consistent with all the things Travis but in this situation, we we know that if we both put our heads down and work <laughs> for a period of time, the amount of money that we can make is so worth it, even mm-hmm. though we know it's going to be challenging because we're both working full time and running Travis and it's just a lot, but it's worth it because of the money. Totally. You know, so anyways, either way, it's going to work out. It's coming back to, you know, just trusting where we're supposed to be and... I'm going to keep doing my part and, you know, looking at jobs and being submitted. And if something works out great, ideally, it'd be awesome if somebody was willing to work with my time and then I could come back and then you came back and we oh. could just like keep keep this thing going for mm-hmm. a little bit. That would be great. Yeah, because so. we have seven weeks between Bali from the time that we can legitimately come home, drive and get to work again. We have seven weeks until Patagonia. Yeah. <laughs> so... Not even another 13 in between that. I know. And that's something we're trying to navigate too is like wanting to run all of our trips next year because that's the thing we love the most and it's fun and it's exciting and we're like, you know, building Travis Adventures and it keeps growing every day and it's just, it's like what we love to do but also wanting to be able to fit in two spots next year where we have the three months that we could take a full contract. So we're trying to like figure out the calendar and the schedule and there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of what ifs not even what scenarios to play out because with this lifestyle like you just never know like no you never know with travel and then you also when you're planning big trips you want to give people enough time to to pay for them and and get the payments going and and so you got to launch them six seven months in advance but then like it's just kind of one of those weird things that it's hard to plan because those dates are all over the place as well. Yeah. So, you know, we're figuring it out. It's, it's you know, relatively new to try to fit in two contracts in a year. And so it's it's a new muscle that we're having to flex. And it's kind of been a fun challenge. Yeah. I don't know if it's a fun challenge, but it's definitely <laughs> something that... Uh, we have to figure out yeah. and that's what we're working on now is like really trying to hammer out dates and get like a really clear plan for next year so that we feel confident going in of like how we can manage it all mm-hmm. right yeah um do you want to say anything else about that no 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 so we'll see if i get a contract there's the the oregon strike again and so I don't have an Oregon license for ultrasound. That's one of the states you have to have a license. 
So it doesn't seem like I'll have my license in time, but I'm going to go ahead and get it. It can take two to three weeks, but at least I have it. Mm -hmm. And then in the future, because Oregon's always a place I've wanted to go anyway, so it's like I just have it, and it seems like these strikes keep coming up. So at least I'd be ready to go if that that could be an option too. Totally. We'll see, buddy. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Do you want to talk about our lovely apartment? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's just, it's funny because... You know, we came from our beautiful home in Florida Ugh. and it was just light filled and spacious and just felt good. It felt cozy. And we had all of our stuff like out of storage. And so it felt homey. Well, and we each had a place. I had my swing outside. We, I don't know. It just, I guess I, the way the home felt, it just felt like a hug every time you walked in. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just comfortable and nice and, I don't know. It was just a good location and everything like that. And we always said if we could literally lift that house and put it in Colorado, it would have been like yeah. the perfect place. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it's an adjustment. And it's... Well, go ahead. It's, coming back into an apartment is an adjustment, right? Obviously. And for coming from a house. And the place that we have here is really great because it's across the street from the hospital and it was cheap, which is what we want um, because, you know, we're here to make money, right? Mm -hmm. Essentially, like we're here to make money. That is our purpose. That is our point. And so coming in here, it was, it's just very, um, it gives me old haunted hospital vibes slash penitentiary. Yeah. And it's just very, very dark and not warm, not inviting. And taking Mimi out is a pain in the ass because we're in the middle of the building. We have to walk down, you know. The elevators don't work. Yeah. Like a bunch of stairs and then there's no grass for her. So we have to walk her across. Like, it's just a whole thing. On top of that, Mimi doesn't walk anymore. So it's not like. We have to carry her. We have to carry her. Up and down the stairs. Mm Mm-hmm. So at first we kind of were like, oh God, like it's just, again, we've lived in some janky places as travelers because we wanted to save money and we're, we're very used to that. We've been traveling for 11 years, living in apartments, living wherever we could get in. And like, we have a pretty good attitude about things. We're flexible. You adapt, you get in there, you know, it's not like you're forever home. You're just there and it's serving a purpose. And so at first when we got here though, we were like, oh God, like. This is, oh, this doesn't feel great. And also, it's like a tiny little kitchen, which is fine, but we cook a lot. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of another thing. But we were just like, listen, because we were like, should we move out? We literally, Kim said, should we, we we have to give a 30-day notice. Should we just put it in now? And I was like, yeah, but where are we going to go? And again, like, we just got settled in. And by that time, all of our stuff was still in the bins and it was scattered around and it was cluttered because it's small. And so it just looked like we were like getting caved in. Um, And then we just took a day and we like moved some of the stuff that was already here out and we put it in closets and then put our stuff out and it started to come together. And it does feel a lot more comfortable. It's not a place that like I look forward to 
you know, coming back to and just sitting and hanging out, it's not very relaxing, but it serves a purpose. And the fact is, is our front yard is the river. And we went for a walk yesterday at, you know, around, you know, sunset time and just kind of walked around that area and sat on a bench and watched the boats go by. And it was really pleasurable. And I could actually see the hospital and just being able to walk every morning to the hospital is a huge thing because I don't take call and I don't work weekends. And so it's going to be a night and I work 410. So it's like super nice to be able to just walk to work those days. And then if you do get something, you have the car. Mm-hmm. So it, it really does work out in the long run. I just think like we were talking about it yesterday in the car and we were just talking about how throughout the 11 years, all the adaptability and like you said, knowing that these aren't our forever homes, but just making it as comfortable as possible for the short term. But I think we're getting to the point now where we're, it's making us work even harder to have that place of our own that we cherish, that we love, that we go back to, that is meaningful, that has everything that we want. And that was never on the radar for so many years. Yeah, we didn't even, like, especially me. I was, like, anti-house, <laughs> anti-settling. Always... Aaron would, like, send me Zillow things, and I'm like, don't, don't send this shit to me. Like, I have no interest in buying a house. I have no interest in settling down. I don't give a flying fuck about decor or couches or this or that (laughs) i had like our basement planned and like this is what we can do with this and like look at this house and look at this house and she would every time just stop sending me houses yeah like absolutely not and then it just because i had other things in mind like i wanted to travel and i wanted to like just enjoy this nomadic life and and build traps us and I just wasn't interested in putting any time or resources into like settling down and getting a home and then that switched right and so like two years ago I guess so and then more seriously this past year and so yeah I think now we have our goal we know what we're here for we know what we're working towards this year we know the chapter we're in and what we truly want and coming back to just focusing on the good like we kind of complained and got it all out and we're like (laughs) you know this and this and this blah 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 and then we're like okay we got it all out now let's turn this around because we're not leaving right so we're here so how can we turn this around and focus on again just what we're grateful for with this place and why we're here and just kind of change change our minds a little bit and we did and and so I feel a lot more settled in here and I think again it's serving a purpose we're literally here for 10 weeks and then we're out so it's not you know we can make it work well right and we did we did come to the conclusion that if we do come back we sure as fuck aren't living here Oh, a hundred percent. So, and plus, I mean, again, what another grateful thing is we still had to pay for our lease. So mm-hmm. that was another thing. Like, it wasn't just like we had run of the mill of like where we wanted to live. We wanted to make money, but we also still had to pay to break our lease. And so we needed to factor that in. And so we took this place because it was cheap and it was close. And if Kim did get a contract, we wouldn't have to rent a car. And like, there's so many things that we weighed out very quickly which I'm always proud of us that we do, we're able to lay that out and be like, let's just do this because this feels right and let's go with it. And like you said, we we did have our, all right, let's go 10 minutes of just like bashing this place and get it all out Mm -hmm. and then let's move on. Like, Mm -hmm. let's move on and find the joy in it. And Mm -hmm. 
you know, we bought ourselves an indoor grill and like we kind of made, started making things work for what, how our life's, our life is. And so Kim found a couple cafes that we can go and work in. Um, and so that's, you know, that's just what we're focusing on. And, and here we go. You know, it's like it starts Monday. Yep. New, new adventure, new contract. Like I, I'm excited, you know, like, and also just being in West Virginia. I mean, that's the thing about traveling. It brings you places that you would never go to and never be like, babe, let's pack up the Jeep and like go to West Virginia for the weekend. And, and it's like, now we're here. We went hiking yesterday and that was beautiful. We're going whitewater rafting tomorrow. The, the leaves are beautiful. The, the fall, the cool air, the mountains, like it's really beautiful here. And so just to come to this state and like explore a new area is like, wow. Okay, cool. Like this is, this is cool. It was it was funny yesterday. We were on the hike and I kept noticing Kim kept saying things and she would say, God, I wish we had the Googles because we would look this up. And I, mm-hmm. after the hike, I asked her, why do you keep saying that? Like, we, we do have Google. I have service. Like, just because we're in West Virginia doesn't mean we don't have phone service. I, know. <laughs> I just... I was... Because, like, I, we were hiking... And so I was like, no, we're like in the middle of the wilderness. Like we don't have any cell service out here. It's like, actually, we weren't even that far from the road. No. <laughs> we had like full bars. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like in survival mode, yeah. like breaking out like my compass and my map. And you're like, I can see the oh, road. Oh yeah, already that. picking guys that you would cling on to in case of survival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. It was, yeah, it was definitely a, an interesting hike, but it was beautiful. And, I, you know, again, like, the mountains here, like, it's coming from Florida, too. It's just to be surrounded by hills, mountains, nature, getting out of the house and being like, okay, cool. Today, the activity is we're going on this beautiful drive, and then we're going to do this hike and spend hours outside it was such a beautiful day and like then come home and that is my favorite way to spend a day well yeah and we're gonna drive an hour and a half tomorrow and go white water rafting at some of the best white water rafting areas what in the nation yeah it's supposed to be like one of the best rivers in the u.s yeah and so it's just like you know we did say that yesterday too like it's it's no offense to West Virginia. It's just not my cup of tea. Like it's not anywhere that I would settle down, right? But it did, it brought us closer to like the Colorado vibe of like this is exactly what we're talking about. We want to be able to get in our car and go for a beautiful hike, challenge ourselves, and then come back for the day. Like that's our day activity, mm-hmm. and like it, it just feels refreshing to be able to do that on a beautiful day, the weather is cool and crisp and yeah, we're getting into winter, but the leaves are changing and we love that. And like the drive was beautiful with the water and it was just everything. It's getting closer and closer and it's just reaffirming that desire that we have to live in that area. And it's crazy because we've always talked about that and people always ask us like, you've been all over this country. Where's the one place that you would settle down? And we never knew that. And it's just funny that, you know, Colorado just fits and we want to give that a try. And we've never lived there. But, you know, out of all the places that we have been, we've checked the boxes of like, no, like wouldn't live in this area, wouldn't live in this area. And we have multiple reasons why. 
And it just all comes back to Colorado of just like what it's all about. And we keep talking about that. But I think that's the beauty of healthcare traveling is we've been able to go and live all over the country and get little tidbits of like what we would want and why we wouldn't want to live in this type of area. And what is the difference that would have, you know, we would have wanted to live here. And so we've gotten that so fine tuned that, you know, now it was just like, again, the refreshingness of just being able to get in the car and drive and go for a beautiful hike in the mountains. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'm here for it, man. Yeah. Here for West Virginia. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say. Really? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's kind of where we're at. Catch up. Okay. And then, you know. Did you have more something to say? I guess not. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. We just wanted to catch you guys up because last week we kind of just left it as like this whirlwind of like leaving Florida, blah, 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 and like all this stuff. So kind of now it's just like we're settled in. I'm still looking for a job. Aaron starts Monday and we're kind of starting this whole new shebang. So. Yeah. But other than that, I just don't have many words. No, I will say that... um, you know, after we record this and kind of go out for some physical activity, um, we are going to be getting Patagonia ready to go and get that ready to launch. So if you're interested in joining us in Patagonia in late March, early April, um, then be on the lookout for that. Make sure you're on the adventure uh, wait list for on our website, imtravsdust.com. And that's where we'll be sending out all the emails for, you know, launch dates, launch party, and all that kind of stuff. And we'll be doing our launch party from our amazing dungeon here in uh, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. Yeah? Yeah. All righty. Well, we will definitely see you guys next week. Are we going to put that out there? Yes. Yes. We will definitely see you guys next week. And... Bye. Bye.